ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome back to another episode of Multicultural TV Talk, a Media Village podcast where we bring you exclusive interviews with talent and creatives from across entertainment, discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across media. As always, I am your host, Juan Ayala. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now let's get to talking. Today, I am joined by an actress you know from Miracle Workers, Love Life on HBO Max, and they're here to talk about their latest role on Freeform's new comedy, Single Drunk Female. Please welcome to the show, Sasha Compare. Sasha, welcome to Multicultural TV Talk. How are you? Yes, I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Um, so firstly, congrats to you and to everyone uh, involved in the series. I am really loving it so far. Critics are loving it. Audiences are loving it. Um, I, along with my fellow young millennials, often feel like we don't have everything together. And it's nice to see that on screen. Like, oh, we're not alone. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's honestly been such a great experience. And I'm so happy that I get to be involved in this because just like you said, it's, it's, it's exactly what millennials are craving. That whole feeling of oh, things aren't going, you know, so great, but we got to work through it. So yeah. Yeah, these days, television isn't always the escapism. A lot of it is like, oh, I see yeah. my life. I see my issues, my struggles. No, no, no. There is a sense of a escapism in it as well, because it's still entertaining. You know, it's mm -hmm. fun. It's a way to see yourself on screen and be a little bit self-deprecating in that sense and laugh at the stuff that that real people are going through. That's what I love about it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I want to go back to your audition process for the show. So uh, I'm sure it was lots of tapes and things over Zoom because of COVID <laughs> and all of that. So yeah. once you book the role of Brit on the show, what was your reaction? What was going through your head? I mean, I was actually at home with my parents because you're right, it was during COVID lockdown. Um, I was sitting in our family room, which, you know, Britt Montclair was so special to me, first of all, because she is a Haitian American first generation, as am I. And I was sitting in this room with all of our pictures and my Haitian flags, like all around, which I always keep nearby. Uh, <laughs> I think I just screamed. Like my agents were on the phone and we were waiting for a few, uh, you know, it was a, a couple of weeks, I think, after the chemistry read with Sophia. And when they called, I was like, okay, is, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? And they were like, calm down. Yes, I screamed. I screamed. I just screamed. And I was like, just excited. It was, it was a great opportunity. I felt so grateful and so grateful to portray someone who I do relate so closely to, especially with her um, heritage. And with your character, despite so much going on around her, she tries very hard to keep a level head. And yeah. is there anyone that you drew inspiration from in your own life or maybe other characters um, to portray this character? Definitely. You know, I think each of us have such a a connection with this show. I think that's what makes it so special. I myself um, have had friends in the past that have dealt with alcoholism and I shared a lot of these stories with Simone and with Sophia and we had such a parallel as far as losing friends that are, you know, dealing with something tough and being that friend that has to say, okay, not, not now, this isn't for me. And I think, um, yeah, I just drew a lot from past experiences and being, uh, again, first generation from my mom. Honestly, I took a lot of that, like, sort of drive and also pressure because I think, you know, fingers crossed if we ever um, go on, uh, I, I, I at least took a lot of that 
being first generation is so much pressure. You got, you got to be perfect. You have to work hard. And I think that Brit sort of lives in that space of, okay, go, 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 keep your head straight. Nothing's going to knock me down. Uh, so it's such a charming show and it stays lighthearted in certain spots. But then it, like we were talking about, it deals with very serious issues, um, coping with alcoholism and uh, just a, again, a young millennial not knowing how to cope and how to, proceed in life and that's such a relatable thing for so many folks especially a lot of the young actors have gotten to interview when they book that first series regular job it's like oh my god yeah. is this it like i'm gonna be okay for a little bit because there's so much guesswork in this in the entertainment industry um yeah. so what was that like for you because you had worked on other projects before but this being like a regular role this is special because it, you know the roles i've worked before it was always sort of limited right to that you do this one season you have to look for another you look do you do this one season you look for another this one though it felt I don't know it felt more like I was coming into a family if that makes sense like I'm friends with everyone on this cast and it's a special bond that I don't I don't know if if I don't know I, I, it's almost opened my eyes to oh work can be this way you can have this family atmosphere, also the women behind it. There's so many smart, incredible women, the writers, the producers, our directors. I mean, it was unmatched. I think I just, yes, there's, you know, that that joyous feeling of great, I'm gonna be able to pay my rent and and uh, have a little bit of security and feel self-validated. But I, I, the, mo the best thing that I took from this was just gaining that family and having these women to look up to and to work with and collaborate with. So similar to you, I also am a first generation uh, yeah. parent, or um, not parent. <laughs> I'm also a first generation <laughs> immigrants. <laughs> where are you from? Or where are your parents from? Um, they're from El Salvador. Ah, okay. Central America, yeah. Um, so, you know, growing up, I feel like um, the children of immigrants have a very different experience when it comes yeah. to representation because yeah. our story, our upbringing is so different and so specific. There are the language barriers and things like that. So growing up, is there a performance you recall that you saw that you felt represented for the first time? Yes, and that is such a lovely question. Thank you for asking that. Honestly, um, when I was growing up, I remember watching two things. One was Eve's Bayou, um, uh, Cassie Lemons directed it, Journey Smollett. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and I don't know if very many people notice, but there's parts where he's speaking Creole, which is a Haitian patois. And I remember sitting there watching it and being like, oh, mom, they sound just like you. And, and it was a, it's a lovely film. It's, it's gripping, but it reminded me that, oh, people who look like me are out there and dealing with, you know, uh, issues that I would see in less colorful films and then there's an amy tan book um oh my goodness help me with this one it was turned into a film and it's um just a poc it's an asian family but um what is it called no it's from joy the luck past club? yes the joy luck club yep. yes the joy luck club i remember watching the joy luck club and even though you know the people on screen don't necessarily look like me it's another first generation or generation of immigrant families and their dynamics and the pressures and the emotions. And I think just seeing someone 
else out there who was dealing with the same things I was dealing with, regardless of the color of, you know, their skin necessarily, but seeing someone else POC, that just, it made me feel seen. And I, I always, I remember that. I just remember looking at that film and saying, oh, it's just like me. That's such a wonderful thing about that authentic sense of storytelling, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you might think that because it's, um, you know, like if there was a movie about a first generation uh, Haitian American girl, you'd think that like, oh, well, who's going to relate to this? Some folks might think that. I mean, others know that those yeah. immigrant stories are so much more universal than we think. That's what I want to see more of, to be honest, is just stories who come uh, from people of all backgrounds, right? It doesn't have to be just more Black story, more, you know, Latina story. We don't have to be so so separatist about it, if that's a word. Like, there doesn't have to be so much of a schism or, or, or tribality to it. I think that if we just see stories, human stories, mm. coming out of any, any different background, it will show people, oh, that story is similar to me. Maybe that person doesn't look like me, but the human emotion is still there. You're still being humanized and, and seen through a different lens. If you were able to visit your 13 year old self and tell them yeah. you'd made it this far, do you think that they would believe you? I think my 13 year old self would be hard on me. <laughs> be like, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> What's next? No, but I, I mean, no, I grew up in a, in a small, you know, suburbs of Detroit and my parents were both, you know, blue collar working immigrants. And I think this path was never quite something that I thought was possible as much as I loved it. So yeah, I think my 13 year old self would be screaming right now. <laughs> and I'm still screaming. And what advice would you give your 13-year-old self? Be kind to yourself um, and never give up. Awesome, Sasha. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, If folks want to give you a follow on Instagram, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me at Sasha underscore compare. Awesome. on instagram you can all follow us at media village come on instagram head over to mediavillage.com for all of our reviews interviews podcasts and more and catch new episodes of single drunk female thursdays at 10 30 eastern on freeform i'm Juaniala, and you're listening to multicultural tv talk